0: Into the Blunder, Episode Sixty Five. Stop messing with me. You're not missing a thing. You keep going, and I'm just showing that I never stop to thing. What we bring to you today is the long overdue continuation of the previous CarCast. This is our wrap up of 2011, and we're hoping to record the next one pretty quick and get it out there. We've got some feedback, we've got the uh, Apple iPhone discussion. Lots of great information came back from iPhone users and some Android users. We're looking forward to getting that out to you soon. Again, this episode has no solid nuggets, since we are in the car and didn't have any other info with us, but that will surely return next time. That's enough for me. I return you to your program already in progress. the night
1: to walk upon we got to have dinner with Patrick McLean and his wife Christy and we got to hang out with Laura uh, Ellen Dragonsong on Twitter and met a new friend named Molly and Scott Roche who in my opinion is toxic Roche with three X's for eternity and he likes mango smeared off ice <laughs> And then recovering from Tawakakon was leading into Thanksgiving, which we again spent at the Gideons happily. Does one
0: ever recover from Tawakakon?
1: No. One just begins preparing for the next Tawakakon (laughs) when one is not yet recovered from Tawakakon. But it's possible that Tawakakon will occur on the East Coast. Well, okay, it was already on the East Coast. It's possible that it may occur in Virginia next year. Yes. I mean, he announced it, but right. <laughs> it was so late in the night, I'm not sure that we can hold him to that. So we'll just have to see. And I'm just going back to November to see if there's anything else that is worth mentioning before Thanksgiving. All right, so then we at Thanksgiving. this year it was just us and the Gideons and their two sons and we had a wonderful time as always (laughs) it was delicious, it was tasty and I just love spending Thanksgiving with them, we we got up and um,
0: well this year we went a day early
1: that's what it was, I was thinking we did something different, you're right, go ahead
0: so we went a day early to help them with the preparations, and that's actually the Gideon's anniversary. Right. So we got there a little earlier in the day on Wednesday, helped out, and then we watched the boys while they went out to have an anniversary dinner.
1: Yeah. So we got to hang out with the boys, the self-sustaining boys, which was no work at all yeah. <laughs> for us. <laughs> totally. And then we spent Thanksgiving together and it was fantastic. We got up, we had, you know, we had a chill breakfast and we were preparing food and there was no rush because it was, we were already there. We just got to hang out all day. It was, it was
0: really awesome. Oh, well, like Andrea said, she's got Thanksgiving down to a science now. It's like yeah. every dish came together at the exact right moment to put out on the table. Yep. Yeah
1: right when my belly was ready to receive it. (laughs) So Thanksgiving and then there was a full band practice for the Hard Rock Cafe. So the Hard Rock Cafe is coming up. Yeah, the next thing is the DBK plays the Hard Rock Cafe all ages show for pink jams, breast cancer Fun.
0: Yes, we played the Embassy of Rock. That was a really cool place.
1: Yeah. Smaller stage than I expected.
0: Yeah, apparently they just put the stage in. That that it used to be, you know, they would just move a couple tables aside and have performers there. And so they, they actually have a proper stage now. Oh, okay. They take a section of tables and they actually curtain them off. So behind the stage is kind of like the green room, mm-hmm. where it's That's just cool. like two rows of tables. And that was really cool because at the end there's one of the uh, one of the stations for the waiters and waitresses. So there's like a soda fountain and all that. So I was going and filling more cups. <laughs> Were you really? Yeah, Aww. yeah. I'd gotten you a couple of drinks, <laughs> a couple of diet sodas. Nice. And it worked really well.
1: I think the next thing that happened. I mean, obviously, there's always stuff going on. Phil's birthday happened, and um, beginning of December. But then uh, I was in. Actually, both of us were in Fredericksburg. I think. Yeah, we both went down to Fredericksburg, and I went out Saturday night with Jet, uh, our friend, our good friend Jet Michelle. Um, she this time she came up to Fredericksburg because we take turns. When we're in Fredericksburg, if we can get together, then I'll go down and visit her in Richmond, or you and I, will go down and visit her and her boyfriend in Richmond, or she'll come up to Fredericksburg. And so this time, she came up for dinner in Fredericksburg, and we couldn't decide where to go. We kind of decided on going somewhere in Old Town Fredericksburg, and, like, dead-ended, like, drove right into the freaking parade, the Christmas, (laughs) holiday, sorry, holiday parade in Old Town Fredericksburg. And it was really fun, totally spontaneous. We watched the end of the parade. We did some window shopping. We ate at a little restaurant. I It was as if I had reverted to my eight-year-old self because we watched <laughs> the parade and we bought these little flashing wands. And then at the restaurant I had a grilled cheese sandwich and hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and we just had so much fun window shopping. We found this really cool old bookstore and we each got a couple of uh you know cool things we were in there for a really long time I love that she loves books because I didn't feel rushed and I don't think she felt rushed either we just kind of meandered among among the book stacks and just had just a chill time so I was really glad to have uh, it was just really nice to have like Thanksgiving it was like chill time you know Uh there wasn't any big stressful thing. That we had to time things for It was just cool It was just fun And something new That I announced on my blog That I have no embarrassment Or problem talking about Is that I've started therapy
0: mm mm-hmm. And me too Yep
1: yeah, I was going to let you make your own Proclamation but we are actually Both in therapy And um We've gone through a lot of changes
0: in the uh, last... Everybody say it's about time. No. Finally. Maybe they'll stop
1: <laughs> whining on the podcast now. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's uh, something that I've needed for a long time. I should have started right after Mom got, maybe not sick, but after she passed away. And I look at it as this is a way to try and not only help myself figure things out and stop repeating self-destructive patterns but also to extend our marriage (laughs) because you have had to listen to the same bitching and complaining the same words over and over and over again for years (laughs) and one of these days you're going to get tired and you're going to get up and you're going to walk out so I don't know about
0: that
1: Well, I just, I thought it was time to do, to do some housekeeping, so to speak, Mm -hmm. with with issues that I have, and, you know, I've put on, it's, today's January 3rd, we are doing a pickup of where we left off on the last episode, not seamlessly, I'm sure, so you already noticed a change in audio, but it's now January 3rd, and I have gained 25 pounds since May, and it looks like I've gained 40. (laughs) And so I am trying to deal with the things that have happened in the last year. Most of them we've not talked about on the show, not quite ready yet, but it's just time to handle some business and try and put an end to my self-destructive tendencies and figure out what I'm doing quote right and what I'm doing quote wrong and just try to have a happier journey in life, and and make sure that the impact I have on other people's is po- other people's journey is positive. That's really all I'm hoping for. I don't expect to change lives or change the world or anything like that. I just I just want to leave a happy footprint behind. Not sure I was doing that before.
0: Hmm. No. I really I've had issues off and on. And we've both mentioned that, you know, we're fairly introverted people, fairly shy people. And yeah. I've been doing some anti anxiety medication for a long time and thought, you know, perhaps there's things I can work on in myself and stop doing medication, really. Yeah. That's the core. Yeah. There's just certain behaviors that have become more apparent to me. Uh, You know, I guess I've been doing just more introspection and and realizing that the way I see some things or the way I do some things is probably unhealthy and and there's got to be reasons why I do it that way. So go talk to somebody and see if I can get a handle on it.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think everybody knows by now that stress is a major health issue
0: mm-hmm.
1: for Americans probably for all residents of earth is that these are stressful times and that impacts your health it definitely impacts my migraines and my dizziness and my nausea and stuff so with with me getting more and more symptoms it seems like if I can get a handle on my stress then that's one area that's not going to amp things up. And I think yeah. it's kind of the same thing for you, is if, if, if you and I separately can reduce our stress, then the stress in our marriage is automatically lowered, we can interact better, and we can focus more on our health and yeah. stuff like
0: that. I'm really curious, too, is I did, uh, last week did a sleep study. Right. And so it's to, you know, check to see if there's sleep apnea and that sort of thing. And so, so I've noticed one of my triggers is when I don't get enough sleep.
1: Yeah.
0: And it'll be interesting to see in that sleep study if I truly am never getting enough sleep. Yeah. And so I may have this this unhealthy base level all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: And then when I get even less sleep than normal, that's when I have big adverse reactions. Yeah. And, if and you get cranky. I end up, <laughs> I end up doing, like, the CPAP machine or whatever. The people I've talked to who have used them said it was like after one night, just that first night, it was like a whole new world.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, that's what really, my mom
1: said. Yeah, I'm
0: really curious to see if that's the case with me or maybe not. Maybe there's something else screwed up with me. But I don't know, <laughs> but
1: we stayed up the night before. And I, I did not hang as long as you because I had to do the driving. And so,
0: you were,
1: was that the one where you stayed up all night and only got like two or three hours of sleep?
0: No, actually, that was the EEG. The EEG, <laughs> that's right. Which they said would be a napping study. Uh, so, I had to nap through part of it, so they wanted me to only have four hours of sleep. That's right. And I opted to just stay up instead of getting four hours. Yeah.
1: Well, so we're, we're taking steps, people. Hopefully, we'll be less whiny. Um <laughs> Next, what I have on the calendar is that the Tripumple that I got commissioned to bake for actually a friend of ours um, office party mm-hmm. that was a big hit. And I just, I was so busy serving that I didn't actually take pictures of it when it was cut into. Man. So I'm actually hoping that Dave will send me some pictures because there were like <laughs> every iPad, iPhone, Droid phone, every kind of smartphone in the room of 20 people. Was click, 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 clicking, taking pictures. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping to eventually. Oh, so there were pictures taken, and as I was leaving, the office sugar junkie mm. hugged me <laughs> <laughs> and was like, seemed to be just thrilled with having experienced a tripumple. And he and his cubicle mate wrote a song. <laughs> they actually wrote a song that they had on the spot from their sugar coma from the Chirpumple forgot the lyrics to but then as Dave and I were walking out they came running out and they were like Chirpumple, Chirpumple and so (laughs) they sang me a verse of it and I'm really hoping that that I get the lyrics to it because I just think that would be hilarious
0: so they loved it it looked really great on the outside
1: it it was the prettiest one that I did I actually made homemade buttercream frosting and damn near killed myself (laughs) trying
0: to make that cake look pretty and the whole thing was heavier than the last one right 21 pounds wow that's a lot of sugar yeah
1: well and part of that was the um the frosting was I ended up using like four pounds of confectioner's sugar in that (laughs) buttercream because I mean you think about it it's three individual cakes yeah yeah and then to frost it and make it smooth this cake that breaks apart really easy
0: yeah
1: And then right after that, you did, which I thought was fun, you did a, on the Living Proof Brewcast, you did a New Mexico tasting with Thomas and John for their podcast. And if anybody listening to this doesn't know what I'm talking about, then you should, and you can find links to their podcast in our show notes. But it's our friends, Thomas Gideon, Command Line on Twitter and various other social networks and john taylor williams uh, right next studio on twitter and two of my most beloved people on the planet i adore them i mean just love them to pieces they're fantastic human beings they're fascinating they're interesting they have a podcast where they talk about their their journey with um brewing and you know food and and it's it's about brewing but it's also about food and beer so it's like they kind it's like a like a gastronomic kind of uh-huh. journey kind of thing that they do and um, and so you had gotten some beers from New Mexico when you were last out there and you guys did a tasting
0: it was a brew day so we were oh it was a brew day too that's right Thomas's recipe he made last year which was sundial in the shade oatmeal stout yeah, and so this was coming back and recreating that and improving upon it which (laughs) we made a mistake in the middle of brewing and actually used twice the amount of ingredients for some of the grains and four times for some of the malts and there's nothing um,
1: saying that that won't end up being an improvement
0: this is very true
1: (laughs) it's just you don't know what to expect yet it
0: smelled wonderful yeah the tasting before it went in for fermentation it tasted really awesome Mm -hmm. um so we uh i had said well i guess now it'll be sundial in the eclipse and thomas may actually use that because it's pitch black yeah
1: (laughs) i think it'd be cool (laughs)
0: But so yeah, it was, it was a brew day, and then and, uh, after the second boil, or actually when we put the ward on the chill, then we do the podcast and talk about it. So and it, it ended up getting kind of like this, getting cut into a double parter because we went on way too long, and I had four different beers that I had brought from New Mexico. Two were New Mexico native beers, and two were things that were actually California beers, that we can't get out here, mm-hmm. just to taste and compare and all that. It was a lot of fun, and yeah. and that particular conversation really ranged all over the place. Yeah, a lot about food, of some about Thomas has been traveling around uh, Europe the last couple months, and um, yeah, very wide ranging discussion, technology, everything. It was a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: And while you were doing that, I had made plans to do a quick visit to our dear friend M.A. and P.A.'s in Philly um, to drop something off and also to see her new house. She and her husband Dan recently purchased a new home and I was really anxious to see it and I actually ended up turning it into a kind of a weekend thing with our uh, future housemate Tina Mm -hmm. and we went up there on uh, kind of late on Saturday and she's vegan and I've actually got a another project party it's probably just going to be an offshoot on my personal blog but I've, I'm going to be doing something with that because I've been doing a lot with vegan cooking and baking lately um, called my vegan housemate and it like I said it'll probably just be a blog series on my personal blog I don't I don't think I have the time to make anything else out of it, but just to show the tips and tricks and stuff that I've learned thanks to people like Andrea Gideon and Paulette Jackson and, and MA and PA who have had for various reasons gone dairy free or total vegan or whatever, vegetarian. But we went and it was for, uh, I, it was for visiting MA and PA, but I kind of turned it into, since we were going anyways, into a... I found this really cool event going on at the Franklin Institute, and I was like, oh, happy birthday, Tina. <laughs> and so, we went up on Saturday, and we hit a vegan bakery, a vegan restaurant, because I found these vegan recommendations from people like Jared Axelrod and Brent Weichel, Weichel... I... I don't know how to pronounce Brent's last name. I think it's Weichel. Weichel. And and i think ma and pa made a recommendation but i know that we used the ones that brent and jared made and so we went to um, the bakery the restaurant we stayed at a hotel in downtown got up the next morning went to breakfast and then went to the franklin for this event where it was a the CSI experience where you go in and you're like a forensics expert Mm -hmm. and she loved it because that's something that she's been wanting to do Mm -hmm. and studying to do and then we headed over to MA and PA's place and saw her amazing house it's so beautiful she and Dan have done a phenomenal job decorating it it looks like they've been there for years they've really made it into a beautiful home and I just, I can't wait to go back and, and really get a, a, a better look at all the detail stuff that they've done. Dan has a theater room. M.A. has this amazing kitchen, dining room, and office upstairs. Their son, Quicksilver Kid, has this really cool bedroom. It's just, it's a beautiful space. And, of course, to meet their new dog. They just got a dog uh-huh. named Yoda that I'm dying to meet. So that was just a fantastic, fun weekend with uh, two awesome two of my favorite women in the world it was a blast and then I think it was the weekend after that that we had a birthday party um, it was a very small intimate party uh, for Tina and Phil and our drummer Keith and uh, we kept it really simple, really small and had a great time I did more vegan baking mm-hmm. Which I'll talk about on my um, my my shoot off project, whatever that turns out being.
0: <laughs> and Jen Taylor did some awesome decorations. Oh my gosh!
1: The fiddle player and Ditched by Kate. Yeah. Yeah. Is
0: this, this kind of big, uh, big poster sad. with pictures of them individually and pictures of them together, mm-hmm. and had each of them had created <laughs> record singles. Yeah. With a title, you know pretend titles for each of them. For
1: an in-joke, yeah. In-jokes on them.
0: And uh, these borders and streamer things with musical notes and looked like, you know, staff paper. It's really cool.
1: Well, my favorite part of the decorations, besides the fact that she took pipe cleaners and fashioned musical notes and all of these things to hang as decorations on the chandelier and stuff, was that it was like the, the triple birthday. So Keith is the oldest so his single was a 45. <laughs> and then Phil's the second oldest, so his was a CD. And then Tina, who's the youngest, and hers was like an MP3. Oh,
0: I didn't even pick up on that.
1: Oh, no, it was so cute. I just loved the thought that she put into it. And it was just, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was a good night. And two days later, LT flew in from his dad's and visited us for about a week, a little over a week, and uh, Naughty Bear came up as well. And we split our time up between, you know, our temporary digs at the Rossies until we can move in permanently and our house in Fredericksburg. Mm-hmm. That way they, they could get time and get more familiar with the Rossi family since we'd be living there. The next time they come to visit, you've got a stop sign. <laughs> Sorry so that they could get more time and comfort with them, you know, since that's where we're going to be living for an undetermined amount of time and also get lots of time with the family in the Fredericksburg area. Mm -hmm. So we spent some time driving and it was, it was a fantastic visit.
0: Oh yeah.
1: I, I think that this is my favorite Christmas morning that we've had in many years yeah. It was <laughs> really, really special. And getting to see everybody that we got to see on Christmas Day was really good for my heart. Yeah. It was just really, really good. All The, it, the whole visit was really good. Uh, getting to see my family as much as we did. And I felt really guilty big surprise i always feel guilty that we didn't get as we had planned this christmas to be with your family in california Mm -hmm. so i felt really good that i i mean really guilty that i was enjoying myself so much because i felt like i shouldn't be having fun because we're not there (laughs) with your son and your mom and your dad and everybody but i really did i mean it was like a magical healing
0: christmas for me this year yeah Stuff happens. It's a rough year for everybody.
1: Yeah, financially it was impossible to do, and uh, my nephew G K, who I think that we had talked about previously joining the Air Force, had his basic military training graduation on December thirtieth, and in, in, in Texas. And of course, I couldn't afford to go, and you know that was really hard too. But. You know, having all the time with the boys, that's really where my focus needed to be and we're trying to plan a trip in the spring to go to California to spend some time with your son Mm -hmm. because it's just been too long. It's been too long and he's growing so fast and it's (laughs) I can't wait to see how much taller he is than I am this time because (laughs) he was really inching up on me last time and I'm sure he's past me by now. So we're looking into that and then You know, I I, kind of like having some of that stuff being kind of private, just us kind of stuff. But after um, LT left, then, wow, (laughs) it was a rough week. I I was really lucky in that I had a therapy appointment right after dropping LT off at the airport. (laughs) So I got to get my usual... anger. I'm mad. I'm mad. I miss my son. I don't want him to go. I got to vent that to her instead of to you. (laughs) So it took some of the heat off of your poor ears. And I got a lot of that toxicity out, that negativity out, which was a really good thing. And then I think that leads up to just New Year's Eve party prep. We had a small party about 20 people we had invited a few more than that that had already had plans or whatever and we
0: did come up with the idea pretty late we did the it was like <laughs> so there wasn't a whole lot of out. notice.
1: <laughs> well the funny thing is we've been planning it since september
0: oh right but
1: we just never like decided okay yes we're definitely doing yeah. this part of it was waiting to see if last minute we would be jetting me off to texas and right. then realizing there was no way when we realized that We couldn't go to Cali, then there was, of course, no way to go to Texas. You know, we're not going to go to Texas when we couldn't go see Jay. Mm -hmm. And that's when we decided, well, let's go ahead and throw a potluck party. And at the last minute, sent out invitations for a few people. And again, we were trying to keep it small. And it ended up being, wow, it was so much fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. It had,
1: with the exception of one couple that I'd never met before, it was a a collection of, like, some of my all-time favorite people on the planet. And just all being in one room together and laughing and happy and eating and, you know, having a drink here and there. Mm -hmm. And just really, like, a relaxed, awesome time. Not that I didn't bust my ass the day before, but <laughs> well because <laughs> yeah. I was I'm the only one without a job so it made sense that a lot of the prep fell to me especially since I was the one kind of saying oh come on we can do it we can throw a party together <laughs> and so of course I ended up taking up you know the the um preparation management yeah. of it because it was really my thing you know it was like I want to do this and I'll do all the all the planning and stuff you guys just show up and do what you can and you know whatever and it ended up being so damn fun it was so fun it was just really i mean
0: oh yeah it was great
1: and it seemed like everybody else had fun too not that there wasn't some drama there's always some drama <laughs> when you get people together you know sure. and and excitement happens and things happen and <laughs> Some of it gets recorded and photographed, and <laughs> <laughs> some of it doesn't, and we move on. But it was just uh, a great, great night, and I think I have spent the last, well, the next day was our health crisis with our dog, Kaylee. Yeah. Which we seem to be at the end of because as we've mentioned before, she likes to eat things. Yes. And this time, from what she has passed, finally, thank God, she's passed, is about a foot of a rope toy like those flossy, <laughs> rope tied braided, braided ropes. ropes. So. She ate about a one foot length of, not like a whole thick, you know, two inch strand, maybe a quarter of an inch to a half of an yeah, inch a thick inch bundle. But it was over a foot long. Yeah. Along with at least two squeakers and some unknown white plastic toy. (laughs) So we've dodged, apparently dodged the bullet on her needing surgery, but it was a very exciting couple of days. And we are still joyfully running our fingers through her poop to see if any more (laughs) toys are coming out. Yeah. We still have to examine every poop and uh, wait for it all to be cleared through. so it was an exciting 24 hours of dog vomit and
0: yeah.
1: diarrhea and all
0: kinds of and fun X-rays and yeah. special tummy oh meds my God. And,
1: and once again, having the blessing of living in the Rossi home with you know, two vet techs and the drummer being a vet and being three minutes away, Kaylee was in the best, most loving, yeah. most experienced hands that we could have hoped for.
0: So yeah, she's fine Having now. a vet and makes house calls is pretty awesome. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, and all you got to do is throw <laughs> vegan brownies at them. I love it. <laughs> so, and then that brings us up to tonight, and we are recording as we are driving home from dinner with Thomas Gideon for his birthday. Burst
0: birthday.
1: Yes. Can't get enough of the Gideons. They're just addictive.
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> so we've, I think. And
0: having it. In a brew pub.
1: At a brew well, it goes without saying. Come on. <laughs> Hello. It's Browlers. not like he would say Chuck E. Cheese.
0: Yes. Very good beers. Where were we? Growlers of of Gaithersburg.
1: Growlers of Gaithersburg. The newly right. reopened
0: growlers. Well, last uh, last year their roof blew off during oh, one that's of the right. storms. So they were remodeling and changed owners in the middle of remodeling. That's
1: right. And
0: then it reopened in like February, I want to say, and mm. uh, back stronger than ever, oh brewing beers and tasty food. And yeah,
1: really tasty.
0: We sweet got to potato meet fries. Thomas's mom.
1: Yeah, I like and her a lot. She's really sweet.
0: Very, very nice, mellow dinner.
1: Yeah, it was. And we have full bellies and we're carbo loaded and we've just pulled into our home. <laughs> so we, I think, are going to end here. Because we have nothing else to say.
0: (laughs) Quite a year.
1: Yes, 2011. You kicked us in the ass, and we're glad to see you go. (laughs) (laughs) And so far, 2012's kicking the crap out of 2011. Let's keep this little, uh, let's keep this street going.
0: Wait a minute. The first three days, we've been sifting through dog feces.
1: <laughs> I still say it's better than two thousand eleven. There was some, uh, there was some dog feces sh- sifting in uh, two thousand eleven. It just wasn't literally dog feces. <laughs> I still say right. that.
0: The- <laughs> I'm just saying, ratio of I, good to bad. I
1: stand by my statement. I don't know.
0: If it's I stand the best by best Ratio. I, I'd give it another week.
1: <laughs> All right, but tonight was pretty awesome. That's true. And-
0: I say give it a week.
1: All right. I'll give it a week. But I stand by my statement.
0: But, yeah. I mean, we're laughing. We had a great night, so. Yeah. I'll take it.
1: I'll take it. Praise (laughs) baby Jesus. So, hopefully you're hearing this before February. (laughs) Hopefully we're getting this edited and out. Um, The end of part two of a two-parter. In our 2011, what we can remember rundown, which is obviously a lot more detailed now that we've gotten past yeah. October, we can remember more freshly. But we're gonna again yeah. try to find some sort of a regular schedule, whether that's once a month or not. We'll see. But you know how we roll. We're kind of sporadic. We make promises, we don't keep them. We'll see you when we we'll see you. Okay. But thank you for listening and thank you for caring. And hopefully, we'll be with at least 20% less whining by the next episode. There you
0: go. <laughs> Cheers to a great
1: 2012. Shalancha. It really
0: doesn't matter Love
1: Thanks for listening to Into the Blender.
0: You can find information, comment on episodes, and subscribe to the podcast at com.
1: You can send us email to intotheblender at gmail.com.
0: Or you can leave us a voicemail at 657-464-4820.
1: This podcast is released under a Creative Commons non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 license.
0: You're free to make copies and share this podcast to your heart's content, just not modify or make money from it.
1: Theme music is provided by Sharif, found on podsafeaudio.com.
0: For more information about the artist, head to sharifmusic.com.
1: That's S-H-A-R-I-F music.com.